Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Nyasha and Mrs. Grace. I'm Nana. And I'm Nyasha. And this week we are on how my kid is mixed. What do I do? What do I do with her hair? So Nyasha, tell us why why are we doing this particular episode? Oh, because some of our listeners and some of our readers have been in touch to say their children are mixed. Mm. What do we do? Because mummy's hair is not the same as mostly daughters mm. because most boys will have their hair cut. Yeah. Um, so mummy's hair is different and mummy doesn't know what to do with the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just a question of, ah, <laughs> I am mixed, mm-hmm. but my own hair, my curl pattern, my hair density mm. is very different from my child's mm-hmm. because of the genetic differences. Right? So... You so we've got a couple of mothers who are mixed, right? And they've had babies with mixed partners, mm-hmm. but now what's going on with the child's hair is you're looking at a lot of different genetic right. strains and variants. So it's like, ah, what do we do with yeah. this hair? So that's why we're going to talk about this today, right? Okay. So what are what are some of the things that are helping? What would help some of these parents? I think. As with everything else to do with hair, mm-hmm. it's understanding that the hair is enough. Right. The yeah. hair is not the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever hair is on the child's head, mm-hmm. especially if they're little. So if we say people who are maybe say five and under, right, their hair is going to be changing a lot mm. because they are changing a lot now it doesn't matter what color your baby is Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what background your baby's from but babies are all changing and they're growing Mm -hmm. and so is their hair sometimes the hair color will change so some children are born blonde Mm -hmm. and then they go dark um some children are born with no hair whatsoever for the first two three years of their life that is absolutely fine the hair is there it's underneath because when we're born, all our follicles are present. Right. Just because there's no hair coming out of them right. doesn't mean that there's a problem with the child. Mm-hmm. Th- their timetable is different. Okay? So the, whatever hair is coming out of the child's head, mm-hmm. it's okay, it's enough, and it's not a problem. So the first thing is accept the child's Right. Hair. That's a real word. Yeah. Let's just accept the child and i know Mm -hmm. it feels like oh my goodness but really we accept no 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 really and truly Mm -hmm. a lot of the hair issues stem from us as parents right giving meaning to to our child's hair that is maybe nobody's told us about it and we've Mm -hmm. most of us have been through that um so we then attach meaning to our children's hair or how our children show up Mm -hmm. that is not accurate and it's not fair and it's not real because it stays with us that we've talked about it constantly this season the way in which we talk about hair and the things that we pass on to children about their hair carries forward and shapes their experience of their own hair later on in life exactly and i think when a child is five and and you know just Mm -hmm. birth to five leave them alone right they're scalp is still trying to sort itself out mm-hmm. i mean babies are born and they've got that whole fontanelle situation mm-hmm. going on where the bones in their heads need to merge and blend and all sorts 
and their scalp is thin. Like the, the, everything about them is delicate. Mm -hmm. You cannot just start applying stuff because these things have got chemicals, they've got right. preservatives, they've got this. And even, even organic, well-made products, mm -hmm. as long as the product is an emulsion of more than one ingredient, like, this is not my area of expertise. I, right. just, I just happen to know people who do this for a living. Mm -hmm. You have to use preservatives. Mm -hmm. You have to. Otherwise, the moment something opens, it's going to go off. Right. It's going to go off. So even things that are designed and marketed for babies, it's marketing. It's just people making money mm -hmm. off your desire to be a great parent. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. So let them be children leave their hair alone and just remember that whole situation where people were calling up Beyonce for Blue Ivy's hair. Right. There was nothing wrong with Blue Ivy's hair. Yeah. Blue was a child. Little children should not be made to sit mm -hmm. to get their hair done because it's not necessary. Right. They do not need edge control either. <laughs> Nyasha's face right now, guys. It's like a full eye roll. <laughs> I'm going to let that go. I'm just going to let that right. go because, again, this is why I really love the last few episodes we've yes. done. Yeah. Um, and this is why I liked Keely's episode. Right. So, in Keely's episode... I went there to, to do work for the listeners. Mm -hmm. And I think if you listen to it, you hear Keely working with me. Yeah. And, and it's more like I had a therapy session because she realizes what I'm up against. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want me to give up. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I just think, you know what? Let them do what they are doing mm -hmm. because it's not my problem. problem. But that's not who I am. And this is not why we started this. Right. And it's like, okay, we, we, have to, we have to do better because we know better. And a lot of it is I think we attach, we, we measure. Because we're so judgmental yeah. as a society. Mm -hmm. And because we are so, sometimes we're so, so messed up as a society. Yes. <laughs> we, we have a habit of then deciding that how my child shows up is a reflection of, of me. me. So therefore, because I, I'm an amazing parent, right. this child has got to look amazing, on point. Yeah. They have to look like a grown-up. Right. Okay? So their hair has got to look like grown-up hair. Their hair has got to be not a hair out of place it's mm. got to be tidy it's got to be look it's got to look like this because otherwise i am not a good parent and it's just like yeah but the child doesn't like what you're doing right. so then we have a situation where we're making children sit down mm -hmm. and sit down and that whole experience of being made to sit down mm -hmm. that whole experience the conversation that's being had around doing this child's hair mm -hmm. is is largely negative and i know this because i'm dealing with grown-ups Right? People who are older than me. People who could be my grandmother mm. still carry scars mm -hmm. from when they were little children. Yeah. So when you now bring the confusion, mm -hmm. or it's not, it's not fair to call it that, but it is confusion that comes with. So black mom, my, my daughter's hair texture is very different 
than my own. Right. Um, my sister's hair texture is different. My nieces have got different hair texture. My mom's hair texture is different. We all have different hair textures. So what works for one person doesn't, doesn't work, work for the else. other person. Mm. Um, and this is one family. When you now bring in genetic variances mm -hmm. that have genetic variances, mm -hmm. so you've got a situation where somebody is a mixture of maybe they are black mm -hmm. and Asian, mm -hmm. and then you have a situation where you then have a child with somebody who is maybe black and something else. Mm -hmm. Um, Norwegian, yeah, <laughs> um, or Chinese, mm -hmm. Chinese and black, mm. whatever. You you have this. There's this beautiful thing that's happened in the world now, where people mix and fall yeah. in love with people from everywhere. So when you have those mixtures, you bring them together, and then two people from different mixed backgrounds have a baby. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what comes out is Chinese hair. Mm. That's the dominant hair. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what comes out is the the African grandmother from mm -hmm. three generations ago and a very tight right. curl pattern. Sometimes a little bit of every generation comes out <laughs> in everybody's hair. Yeah. So and this is the in the first five years that will change a lot for a lot of children. Mm -hmm. So if, if we start to put too many things on that or if we make it a big deal, mm -hmm. then the child is going to carry the message that there's a problem with their hair. Right. There is never a problem with the hair that we are born with. Because mm -hmm. then that's just as ridiculous as telling somebody that their complexion mm -hmm. is not right. Or they are too this or they are too that. They are too tall. They are too short. People can't help yeah. the genes they mm -hmm. have. Yeah. Like really, if you want a child that looks a certain type of way and has a, a certain type of hair that mm. curls a certain type of way, have a custom-made doll. <laughs> there's That's the only way you'll places, get it. Yeah, there's a few places where you can go and it, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a very interesting thing where there are people <laughs> who like the idea of babies. And I think they're called re reborns. Right. It's a thing. Don't say, we, don't say we don't teach it. Well, no, it's different. Yes. But it works for the people <laughs> that do that. Right. And so if you just want a child and, and you care about your child, let's rethink yeah. how we are with our kids. Mm -hmm. So let's accept whatever they're born with. And if their hair is taking what you feel is a long time to push through, it's okay. Find something else to do. Find mm. a hobby and, and, and let them be a child yeah. the, the world is a nasty place anyway they're going to have something that is going to shake their faith in humanity mm -hmm. don't be the reason why your child is in therapy in 20 years time yeah let's let's not do that so remember the curls will be different and they will change and mm -hmm. that's fine and then there was a serena williams thing where she's sitting with her daughter right and she's doing her daughter's hair and the comments surrounding that were so Negative. not useful. No, right. no, not that. They were just not useful. Like, to, to me as an outsider, it's like, she didn't help. Right. Maybe she helped. She's doing, like, this is a private thing. She, that's between her and her daughter. I don't right. understand why a child that can't read has got messages being put on Instagram for them. Right. Send your children emails. I'm not telling you how to live your lives, but if something is personal, mm -hmm. send your child an email, give them an email account, give them all the details, and then do that. And she will get the email from mommy when she's seven, and she'll yeah. be happy because she can read it. 
and it'll make sense because what she did was and i know she meant well right oh i'm passing on this generational da, 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 da. serena's life is very different right to a lot of people okay she works hard yeah good for her and like yes but because she works so hard and because she's chosen the path she's chosen, she also has certain privileges that come with that lifestyle that a lot of people do not, do not have. have. Yeah. And one of the things that she does have, despite being a busy working woman, is she has time luxury. Mm. She has time wealth. She's time rich. Mm-hmm. So yes, she's busy and she works very hard. I'm not saying she isn't. Mm. You know? But Serena's got the kind of lifestyle where if you look at the relationship that she has with her daughter, most of the people that saw that post missed the point. Right. Olympia sits for her mother because mummy has always made time to sit with Olympia. Mm. Serena and her daughter were not doing anything other than what Serena has done with her daughter from day one. Right. If you go back throughout all her incidents, and I did it just Mm. for this episode, I went back... And I looked at Serena's relationship with Olympia. Of course, Olympia's going to sit for her mom for half an mm. hour. She's going to sit for her mom for an hour. They've done that all the time. Right. There's a video of Serena doing pat a cake, pat a cake with Olympia. And Olympia's got no clue what's happening. <laughs> and she's just looking at her like, what? Yeah. But Serena presses on. Yeah. She does that. So if you're not the kind of mother who is able to do that with your child, right. when your child is a little goober and they're mm. just newly born, if you don't have a pattern of sitting with your child for an hour and being relaxed mm-hmm. and, and spending and bonding, don't expect that child to sit for you for an right. hour to get their hair done. Mm-hmm. It becomes torture. Mm-hmm. Serena was just doing what she's always done with her hair. So she's like, oh, we're going to do your hair now. Mm-hmm. And all the other things that she does with her child. So it's sad that when we see social media, instead of it inspiring in the right way, sometimes we don't take away the lessons that we could be learning. We choose to nitpick, especially in the negative things anyway. Yeah, because a lot of people were just focused on the fact that how come she's sitting so still and how come you're able to do that? It's a picture. Yeah. And it's a video. Yeah. And it's not an hour long. Serena can spend all day doing her child's hair. I'm not saying that's what happened. Right. But even if she spent an hour doing her child's hair... Uh, she's always made time, time to do stuff like that mm-hmm. with her child, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. That's intentional. To me, that tells me she's a very intentional mother. Right. And because she knew, maybe she might not even have wanted to, but that's one of the reasons why a child will sit mm. is because you've created the relationship with them. If your child is constantly wanting to go to the toilet and if they're, you know, they're like, oh, mm. and they're crying and they're doing all this, the message that they're trying to put to you is you've traumatized them or you've allowed them to be traumatized by somebody else who has done their hair. Mm-hmm. So you need to fix that. And this is what happens sometimes when yeah. I'm dealing with children. This yeah. is like, <laughs> it happens sometimes where the first few appointments are trust building. Right. It's sad when a four-year-old expects me to hurt their hair when I'm doing their hair because they've always been hurt Mm. and they're four. And then if they've got loads of hair, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Why is a four-year-old scared Mm -hmm. that the person that's going to do my hair is going to hurt me? That's not right. That's Mm. not right. And if it was done to you, you know it's not nice. Mm -hmm. 
it's not something to laugh about. Mm -hmm. It's something for us to do something about differently. It. Yeah. So let's leave the children alone. Let's keep it simple. Yes. Yeah. Keep your styling choices simple. We don't need all the intricacies and all the braids and all of that. It's not no. And also, you see, braiding hair has got ex um, has got chemicals on it. Yeah. And when, as a grown up, you get your hair braided and it itches, that is a reaction. That's your body telling you that there's a foreign object that's seeping into your pores. Mm. That itch is a response and a reaction. Your body is trying to heal itself. Now you're doing that to your child, mm -hmm. but you love your child. Love your children enough to not cause them unnecessary trauma. Mm. They will be traumatized by life anyway. Yeah. Why be the reason your child is in therapy in 30 years time? Mm. Why? It's not necessary. And it's like, it's already difficult. But part of the reason is as curly haired people, mm -hmm. we're not making it easy for our children. We're not making it easy for each other. So especially when you're mixed, then it, it, it's just the whole, the whole oh. thing. Yeah. and then you've got too many people that want to come in and tell you, especially if you're not from that same background, right. Oh, I feel so sorry for mummies yeah. who are like either black or no, white or Indian or anything else other than black. Yeah. They come in because everybody has an opinion about how use grease, do this, do that. And it's like, first of all, sometimes you haven't asked. Mm -hmm. Second of all, sometimes they just decide for you. Mm -hmm. The child is with them and they do this. And sometimes they relax the child's hair without Gosh. your permission. There's so much that goes on because then the thing is like, well, but you don't know. Right. Or children get taken to hair salons and then the experience is negative. But then the mother doesn't know any better because she doesn't know what to look out for. Right. A child should not be crying. The moment a child is crying because their hair is being done, that's a sign of trauma. Right. It, the child is traumatized people. Mm. And no, it's not because they just do that all the time. Let's stop that. Mm. You're not living a hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. Listen, that listen needs to, to what stop. the child's communicating. You are doing something wrong. They're mm. a child. Keep it simple. Mm. And th their hair is not a reflection of your ability as a parent. Well, I don't understand why we've decided yep. that to be a good parent, my, hair's, my, my child has got to have hair that makes, like, th they're not old enough. Like, you are a grown-up. I braid all sorts. Mm -hmm. And I like working with kids. I prefer working with kids. <laughs> oh. I love working with kids because you can have a conversation. Are you tired now? Yes, I'm tired. Should we stop? Yes, we stop. And we do this. And the grown-ups will sit there and they'll turn their head and they'll do this and they'll be like, hold your head still. Mm. Why am I having to tell you a grown-up <laughs> to hold your head still? But I do. Mm. And then it's like sometimes I'm just like, okay, I have to explain why I need them to hold their head still. So when you're doing cornrows and you're doing intricate patterned cornrows and you're going mm. in that direction, and if you want your cornrows to go a certain way and to look a certain way and to fall a certain place on the stitch, you have to stand at a certain angle to mm. their head or the, the chair has to be in a certain angle. You've got, you have to do certain things a certain way. Why are we doing this to children right. when grown-ups are struggling with it? So look, if your child is mixed race and, or you, you are mixed race, whatever it is, if your child has got hair that's different than yours, please, please, please keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Big, loose, simple with everything. So the styles you go for, just go for two bunches and braid them into like, you yeah. know, just a braid. Split it into four because some kids have got loads of hair. Yeah. That's if it's long enough to do that with. If they've got less than six inches of hair. Leave it alone. 
stop putting hairbands and all sorts that does that's not what makes a child's hair grow Mm. and then again now you're giving the child issues because then i've had people say oh but then she looks like a boy and so what how does that take away from your child being healthy Mm -hmm. like you really care about the opinions of somebody who's passing by like (laughs) i've had this like we used to laugh my daughter and i used to laugh because i'd be with her and she was about six seven and mm. like oh is that your son and i'm like no she just looks like a dad she's a girl mm. but that's how we did that yeah and even then it still affected her because she's like why do they think i look like a boy i'm like you, you look like your daddy <laughs> it doesn't matter because her face is changing yeah we're all changing so their hair will change mm-hmm. so it's like let's if they've got less than six inches of hair leave them alone the another another thing babies hair bands products oh my goodness me. Mm. <laughs> if you put something on your child's head they can't tell you it's too tight yeah it can cause problems tension headaches then your child gets grumpy you can't put a hairband on your child and expect it to be on the whole day that's not fair mm-hmm. they're children they can't even tell you where it hurts even when they start to speak how are they going to tell you that the band is too tight? Yeah. How are they going to tell you that the band is, 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 is affecting them? And some kids who've got glaucoma, when you put things that we've got, right. you're making their medical conditions worse. Yes. The glaucoma might not show up yet, mm-hmm. but if they've got it, you're not helping your child. Mm-hmm. Tight ponytails, tight braids, two, two small braids that are small, mm-hmm. take too long to put in, take too long to take out. Why would you do that? It doesn't take long. Mm. You shouldn't be doing a child's hair for longer than an hour. An hour is way too much. Anybody who is six and under, their hair shouldn't be taking longer than an hour to do. Now, I can hear you all throwing things. (laughs) I know that people are busy. Mm -hmm. I know that life is busy. And this is why I'm saying it shouldn't take more than an hour. Yeah. It shouldn't. If it's taking more than an hour... You are complicating your own life. Now, if you don't know what to do and you don't know how to go about it, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Email me. Honestly, email. Have a free consultation. Fill in the forms that you need to fill in. Come and find me at yes. work. Fill in the form you need to fill in. Mm-hmm. That gives me information prior. Mm-hmm. Then I will tell you, this is what we do, this is what we do, this is what we do. Invest in classes. Invest in hair classes. Again, come and find me at work. Yes. This is what we do. Invest in hair classes that you can have online. You can learn about how to manage your child. You can learn about your child's specific yes. hair. Mm-hmm. It's an investment because once you know what to do... That's it. Because while we are on the podcast, yes, we can only give you generalized information. I cannot give people a personalized service and say, use this or use that. Mm. They need to just keep it simple with the styling. Mm-hmm. But if we see the child's hair, then we'll be like, oh, okay, this child's hair will respond better to these types of styles. Why? Because hair texture is a thing. And I'm not talking about curls yeah. as texture. I'm talking about the thickness of the hair strands. So some people have got fine hair. Mm-hmm. Some people have got medium hair. And some people have got thick hair, thick, coarse hair. So sometimes people confuse density. with texture and they look and they're like she's got loads of hair like Mm. you have loads of hair but your hair is not thick Mm. your hair is fine to medium yeah that that's the kind of hair you have yeah right but if a person looks at you they're going to assume you have thick Thick hair hair. because they're not looking at the diameter of your hair strands they're looking at how much density you've got how much hair is on your head you've got loads of hair yeah but it's not thick 
So if you treat it like it's thick hair, mm -hmm. you're going to wind up with less hair. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to get damaged. It's going to break. It's All sorts of things are going to happen. Yeah. So you have to understand your child's hair. And only a professional can tell you that. Like mm. a, a trained professional, okay? Not somebody who's been braiding for the last 10 years, mm -hmm. but cannot tell you anything about hair. Mm. Go and see a trichologist. Mm -hmm. Go and see a proper hairdresser. A trained professional. A trained hairdresser. Because most hairdressers can distinguish yeah. thick. You know, they'll tell you your hair's thick, your hair's fine, your hair's medium. And then they can help you come up with, with, with hair product choices that will work best for the child in question. Again, when it comes to hair products, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Because like I said earlier on, chemicals and all sorts of things, some of them get absorbed into the body and they wind up in your baby's system. And then they sit there for years and years. Grease yeah. does that. Yeah. What people call grease and uses grease it's, it's it's found there is a report that shows black and latina children have got the highest amount of toxins mm. in their umbilical cords at birth and a lot of it is to do with all the products the products using. that the mummies are using mm. so as much as possible leave the child's hair out if you must then either split it into four bunches or two bunches depending on the length and then less is more when it comes to hair products mm what is tidy and neat for uh, straight hair is not the same as what's tidy and neat for curly hair. Mm. We need to stop mm -hmm. using a standard for straight hair to decide what is neat and tidy for curly, curly hair. hair. It's yeah. okay for the hair to be big. It is big hair. Mm. It generally doesn't grow downwards. It grows outwards out. and upwards. Okay, yeah. So it's fine for the child to have their hair out and it's okay for you to wash condition and leave mm -hmm. like literally wash and, and go, go. <laughs> wash and go wash it the correct way condition the correct way detangle mm -hmm. the correct way as well it's if you know how to do what you're supposed to do and you do it properly it's quick and easy it doesn't take long mm. it really doesn't take long and and just just leave them and let them be a child give them a different hair experience than you had mm. so if people listen to the episode that i i we had keely yeah we talk about this oh my gosh so much unpacking was happening yeah she had me unpacking why do i feel the way i, I do like why why do i approach hair the way i do right and i traced it back to my mom of course it's to my mom. Mm. I don't have a negative hair experience. Mm. I don't remember because my mom, my parents were very, very strict about who did our hair. Mm -hmm. So it was mostly my mom, or it was my older sister, or mm -hmm. it was me. So I was taught to do my hair. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom would be like, This is what she did. She had her styles that she did. Those were the styles she did. If you wanted anything fancy, I had to go to my big sister. Right. Or I had to figure it out myself. So by the time I was about. 11 12 i was doing my own hair mm -hmm. and i've got loads of hair <laughs> like i had more hair but i've always had hair i was born with hair i'm an anomaly some kids are born without hair i was born with hair too right. <laughs> born with loads of hair yeah. like, born with nothing but hair just hair and, and i didn't do anything to get that yeah. it just happened yeah but i was given a positive hair experience where i I, my mom would sit, I remember us sitting, I can think we were sitting back door, first house I remember. We'd be sat and I would have my doll in my hands mm -hmm. with a comb and I'd be brushing my doll's hair and I'll be doing the doll's hair and I'll be doing whatever. 
I'm showing my age now. <laughs> then we didn't have black dolls. That's to me. It's like I'm a kid. It's just yeah. a doll. It wasn't a thing. Um, so I had my doll, and I, I wasn't watching TV mm. because this is back when TV didn't run for twenty four hours. <laughs> So you just didn't plonk a child in front of a movie and they yeah. were doing your hair. It wasn't like that. I had to be distracted in other ways. Um, I am 90. <laughs> okay, for those wondering. Um, <laughs> just going to go with that. Um, but no, I, I would sit and I would have a doll and I would be doing Dolly's hair because it was hair time. Hmm. So it was like, okay, you've got to get your doll. You've got to do your doll's hair. So I would be doing my doll's hair and my mum would be doing my hair. Mm. I don't remember it being painful and I don't remember it taking forever mm. because I was distracted and it wasn't painful. It feels like forever when you're hurting the child. Yeah. If you don't have the patience and the time to detangle their hair properly, if you don't have the time and the patience, please don't do their mm. hair. It's better for you to just get a spray bottle, spray it with water, finger detangle it and put it into two bunches. Mm. And it's better for you to teach the child to do that. I mean, my youngest student was three. And I taught her, she's mixed race. And I taught her to to look after her combs. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught her to clean her combs mm-hmm. using an old toothbrush. But then she started to use everybody else's toothbrushes. In the house. <laughs> Funny enough, she never used her own toothbrush. <laughs> She, she just used everybody else's toothbrush, but that's so funny because then I got into trouble with the mom. It's like, what did you teach her? I was like, to look after her combs. Um, but finger detangle. Mm. Teach your child to comb their hair. And curls love water. As long mm. as we're not causing high growth fatigue, which is another topic for another day, mm-hmm. just spray the hair and finger detangle. Finger comb with their hair and then just put it into a bunch. It's okay. They're child. Yeah. They're still learning. Let's talk about the conversation to have with sad, pathetic grown-ups yeah. who make comments that they should know better than to make. Mm. Because that's the real issue. It's not the, children, the hair yeah. and it's not the kids. So we can't place societal expectations on little kids and mm. then they start to act out and play out. They don't even know why they're doing it anymore mm. because it's like, well, part of it is because grown-ups are asking children to act like they're grown-ups when they're not. Mm. They're not. They're kids. Let them be kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there's so much about life nowadays that makes it hard for them. Yeah. Let's not make it worse. Uh, okay. So with everything we've said, what would be our moment of grace for this episode? Moment of grace would be love your child enough mm-hmm. to accept their hair as it is. Right. Because if you're okay with them being who they are, and being okay with their hair for what it is, you take the stress and the pressure off yourself mm-hmm. of making, needing to make it look a certain way. You don't have the pressure to make your child be or have hair that is anything other than the hair they have. Mm. Understand that their hair will change. Your hair is always changing, so it will change. Mm. And it's okay. Embrace that. Mm-hmm. Get professional support. It's an investment. You're getting proper, good information that pertains to the child mm-hmm. or to the children. You'll get a diagnosis of what each child's hair will need. And if anything starts to change, you go back again. Right. Get that support. Get that help. It is there. It is there. Honestly, mm. it's there. 
everywhere like if you wherever you live if yeah. you cannot find somebody find email me it's <laughs> the team at nyashamusagrace.com mm. attention Nyasha, help! Yeah. Okay, I'll get back to you. I will. I promise. I will get back to them, and then I can send them a link for them to find me at work, and I'll yeah. do that because we give away free. We don't give away, but we gift. Yeah. We gift people a free consultation because we we know why these things happen, and I know why children wind up getting traumatized, and it's because parents have got a lot to do. Yeah. If doing hair is not your thing, it's not your thing. It's okay. It it's not a reflection of who you are as a parent. A responsible parent will then say, okay, let me get somebody trustworthy. We even mm. teach parents how to find a good stylist mm -hmm. because there's certain things where children have gone to hair salons and they've left and they've been traumatized yeah. and the parent felt helpless because they didn't know how to handle it. It's like, it's okay. We'll teach you how to choose a stylist. We teach you everything you need to know about how to navigate the world of black hair because we know not every mm. stylist is a credit to the industry right. we also know that not every child's hair is uh, easy to understand mm. and is a walk in the park for parents mm. because some children have loads of hair mm. but if you go to a person who knows who knows what they're doing and they do hair all the time like I have a little friend of mine she's eight and she prefers to go to the hair salon to get her hair done there. Mm. and I said to her well why is that and she said well because the chair is high so the way they they shampoo her hair Right. The water doesn't come onto her face because obviously it's in a styling chair, so it's in the shampoo. So she's being shampooed mm. and the water's not on her face, mm -hmm. and that makes it less scary. Mm. She's A, we've had this conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have an unfair advantage, it's what I do for a living, yeah. so I know how to have these conversations and to get the information I need without the child realizing what's happening. So it was just like, well, when I go to the salon, I'm, the chair is high and they put cushions for me. Mm. Um, so if people want, I'm going to shout out a couple of salons here. Yeah. I'm going to shout out Celia D in Hayes. Mm -hmm. Celia D is very good with, with, her staff are great. Yeah. Celia is great. And they're very good with kids. Right. So you might not live near Hayes in West London, but you know what? You, your child matters. Mm. You might as well phone them up and, and see what you can do because they will put cushions. They will accommodate the mm. child's need because she's a client. Mm. And so also what we're doing is we're giving the child an appropriate salon experience. Right. They know what to expect and what not to expect. This is what they do for a living. So they've scheduled you in for a certain length of time. Right. They have the patience to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to have the stress of that. Mm -hmm. Get somebody else to do, to do it who wants to and who can. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do it yourself, then build it up slowly and create that relationship with your child of just doing stuff together. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about we're doing your hair and your hair is difficult and oh my gosh, your hair is hard and I don't know what to do. It's like, don't, don't bring your anxieties, which we do a lot as parents. Mm. Sometimes we impose our anxieties on our kids without meaning to. And it was done to us. So I suppose we just do what we learn sometimes. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, start from a place of acceptance mm. okay like i'm really yeah. so desperate for people to understand this i'm just like do you get what i'm saying i'm coming we from get because it. of we the trauma it. the trauma people the trauma <laughs> we get it and we obviously don't want to pass on that trauma as well no we don't need to because we you don't. see it spills over into other yeah, areas, areas of life so where we keep saying hair discrimination is still a thing and hair discrimination is happening in schools and whatever mm. it's, these things start at home right 
these things start at home because if we disrespect ourselves at home, if we disrespect our own hair at home, mm-hmm. we make it okay for other people to disrespect our hair. Mm-hmm. If we have a warped sense of what is neat and tidy curly hair, if that is warped and we're using straight hair as a standard, that is going to be an issue at school Mm -hmm. because then the school is like, well, no, 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 but it's supposed to be like straight hair. Well, but it's not straight hair. So Mm -hmm. if we as people who wear curls, Mm -hmm. whatever those curls look like, if we start by accepting that our hair does not behave like straight hair because it's not straight hair, Mm -hmm. then in five, ten years' time, if enough people do it, the conversation we're having about hair discrimination is not going to be there. Mm. It's not going to be there because then we've educated ourselves Mm -hmm. on our own hair and we've passed that on to our kids. Mm. And even if your hair is different from your kids, talk to a child. Please stop talking to family and friends who are not hairdressers. I think this is one of the biggest things that happens. Stop talking to people who don't know anything about hair other than, okay, they know how to style hair. Mm -hmm. Styling hair... And knowing, understanding hair are two, two different, different things. things. So let's go to people who know and understand. Go and see a trichologist. Mm. Go and see... Oh, I'm going to shout out Shirley. Yes. She's our guest. Shirley's a trichologist. Again, right. um, she's at the hair clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on an upcoming episode. But Shirley is fantastic because she's a black woman who's a trichologist. Mm. And she's been doing this for like nearly 30 years. So she's an OG. Mm -hmm. So when she tells you stuff about how to style your hair or things like that, she isn't going to tell you what maybe a non-black trichologist will say. Because there's certain styles Mm. that we do as black women that a lot of trichologists are like, and Mm. I understand that because the way it's done causes hair damage. Right. If people listened to my episode with yeah. Elena and I, I was like, no, it's how people braid. It's not braiding. But that's because a lot of times they see hair damage that has yeah. been caused by styling, right. styling practices. So if people go and they see a person like Shirley, Shirley has enough experience to guide them and direct them and send them to appropriate stylists because mm-hmm. she, she knows people that can help. Um, and then it's like, well, do these styles, mm-hmm. do that style, or maybe do this style. She'll give you the information you, you need, need so that yeah. you know it's like, okay, if I want to do Ghana braids, <laughs> a lot of y'all should not do Ghana braids because your hairlines are weak. I'm just going <laughs> to say that now. Don't do Ghana braids if you've got a weak hairline. I will also add, as I often do, that it was after doing Ghana braids that I had to cut my hair. After I told her not to do it. After you told me not to, admittedly, yes. She paid me to tell her not to do it and then she didn't listen. (laughs) Sometimes you have to touch the fire to know it's hot. (laughs) She ran away. She disappeared, dear listener. She she was disloyal and she went to somebody else who did her hair and damaged the hair. And then, and then she said, now that we're talking about it, I can tell, I can tell it's yeah no because it's like she tried to blame the hair and you're not the only one yeah you did you're not the only one who does this yeah people will text me or they will call me because like they've done the hair course and they've graduated and they know better right and then they go off and they misbehave and then the hair just does what the hair is going to do and then I get texts that say, I don't know why my hair is doing this. And my hair's and I'm thinking, beloved, the hair has done nothing. You have done something. Yeah. Own up to what you did. What did you do? Oh, I only do this and I only and then you start to question. You start to question and she's like, I do hair every day. Like I've, this is what I do most of, like can't please people yeah. like if I'm not braiding, I'm learning about hair or I'm experimenting about I'm doing something to do like I it's a passion. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
it's a love i enjoy it i really do mm. so when people come and they start to say like my hair is doing this and my hair is doing that i'm like no the, the, the hair is communicating the hair is telling you yeah. that you have done something to it that you shouldn't have done right how about we stop there <laughs> So she did something she shouldn't have done and she knew she shouldn't have done it and then she tried to blame the hair and I'm just like, I am the voice of the hair. Um, but yeah, so it's like yeah. if you're going to do Ghana braids and you really are set on them, then it's more about, okay, let's have a conversation that is healthy that will allow you to have the Ghana braids mm -hmm. but understand that you can't keep them in for a week or two. You, mm -hmm. You're probably just going to spend a lot of money mm -hmm. for a few hours of hairstyle. Just so that if you're going to an event, you look the part and you yeah. do whatever. You can't then have, if your hairline, like if your hairline is weak, you shouldn't be doing it. No. And if your hairline is weak and you've got damaged hair and somebody continues to braid your hair, you need to rethink your stylist mm -hmm. because they shouldn't be doing that either. Because when you've got no hair left, mm -hmm. they will not be there and you cannot hold them accountable. accountable. They, they probably don't have public liability yeah. insurance so you're not going to get anything and a lot of black women don't even realize that they could mm -hmm. and then they so you can't even because a lot of them are not covered by insurance right. so how can you claim from somebody with nothing for you to claim from, from... Oh. so i like i'm so desperate yeah. like i'm just like how do we get people especially if you've got mixed race like hair is hair it doesn't mm. matter what it is let's give them a positive hair experience yeah even children with straight hair have issues. They get tangles, they get knots, they get all sorts of things. But just because their hair is straight, it's easier to give them a positive hair experience. Mm. So curls are tricky because they're bendy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if we make it simple, mm -hmm. if we start from a place of their hair is enough, everything else will fall into place. Yeah. I think that's a nice place to end there. Yeah. It's reminding our listeners, reminding their children that our hair is enough. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, thank you guys for listening in to this week's episode. Um, we'll be back next week. With... We'll be back next week mm -hmm. with um, a conversation I had with Shirley. Yes. Um, so excited about that. It was really lovely. It's nice. like I found my spirit animal big sister. Oh, well, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Shirley, you're now officially, you're my big sister. Whether you like it or not, it's like, you're now my big sister. But oh, she's so lovely and she's nice. so knowledgeable. Right. And, and just so, so full of wisdom. It was right. lovely. So I can't wait for her to join us around the fireside. Yes. Well, until then, guys, enjoy. Take care.